Welcome to Behind Backstage, the official Backstage Dance Academy podcast. Each episode, you'll hear me, Jess, the director of Backstage, interviewing different students from within our dance community. We hope that you enjoy the show and please subscribe so that you can be first to know when we release a new episode. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Instagram, Backstage Dance Acad, or you can also find us on Facebook, Backstage Dance Academy. So thank you so much, Sophie, for chatting to me today. If you'd like to introduce yourself to all of our listeners of our Behind Backstage podcast. Hi, I'm Sophie Beattie. Um, I'm a ballerina in my graduate year at the Australian Ballet School, and I used to dance at Backstage. <laughs> you sure did. So what year was it that you left Backstage? Do you remember? I left Backstage at the end of 2015. Yeah, so I was 11 turning, oh, I was already 12, I think. Um, and then I started at the ballet school when I was 12 in level four in 2016. So how old are you now? You've just turned 17. Just turned 17. So this is my fifth year at the school. Wow. It's gone very, very fast. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. So you were always a little bit, young for your year level like you were in year yeah. seven but the same age as most kids in grade six yeah so I started um when I was 12 so I'm actually two years younger than my peers in my level because um when I was going from um, level four to five I skipped year nine so I could stay at the same level for my dancing yeah um yeah so I went from year eight to year 10 academically yeah. um and then that's how I got to keep going up with my mates. Okay. So, so you finished grade six and then did you go into year seven at Beacon Hills? Um, yeah, I think I did. I did Beacon Hills up until I think it was like October. So I didn't do the last kind of months of Beacon Hills because I was trying to figure out everything with the ballet school and BCAS. Yeah. So, you were um, on scholarship yeah. at Beacon Hills. Yeah. So I did majority, majority of um, year seven at Beacon Hills and then um, BCAS is the, you know, academic side of the ballet school. So then I went there. So year for eight. year eight, you went to the Australian Ballet School. Yes. And where your peers, like in your ballet class, was everyone else in year eight? Um, there was three people from level four. So I had, there was a boy and another girl that were in year eight and they did the same thing as me. They skipped year nine. Um, yep. so I was actually in two like separate groups. So I was at, so with, um, Abby Main, who used to go to backstage, we were together and then I moved up to like a different year cause I yep. skipped. So I kind of have, you know, like two separate friends and, you know, yeah. both years. <laughs> So, it's crazy. So you were like one of the youngest people ever to go to the ABS in their full-time yeah. program. Yeah. And then if that wasn't enough, then they're just like, yeah, just skip year nine and now you're in year no. 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think for you, it was probably the best year to skip. I feel like year nine is kind of a development year anyway. Like they went yeah. to the experience. So I think, you know, it was obviously a big conversation to have. Um, but I think that was probably the best year to skip because it's just like kind of getting used to everything and city experience and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, I think it was, yeah. So would most students go to the Oz Ballet School when they're going into year nine? Like that's more the normal yeah, thing? Yeah, level four is like, so you'd probably be like 13, 14. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's around about there, year nine. Yeah, that's when you start. And yeah. where did everyone come from before they went to full-time at the Australian Ballet School? Like, were most people like you and just went to, like, a suburban dance school? or? Yeah, so um, obviously it's, like, a national school. So my best friend's – my best friend, she's from Brisbane. So everyone um, comes from all over Australia. So I've got friends from Sydney and Brisbane. And, yeah, they just went to – ballet schools like near their house yeah a lot of them were you know comp kids like me and yeah. turned ballet um but yeah I think I had such a good time at um backstage and at 
helped me like with contemporary and everything as well because I feel like some of the kids that came from just ballet haven't had that kind of experience firstly on stage but I kind of got contemporary and hip-hop and jazz from backstage which really helped me like you know develop as a dancer as well yeah having ballet as well I want to hear more about ABS, but I feel like we've skipped a whole chapter of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back to the start. So what age did you start dancing? I started when I was three. Yeah. In the UK? In the UK, in a little little old school in um, England. I did jazz and tap and and ballet. Yeah. But it was like once a week. It wasn't anything special. (laughs) And then when you moved to Melbourne, you came to backstage. So you were about like six or seven, I feel. Yeah, around about then. Yeah. I started, I think, just doing recreational classes. What was it? I yeah, think look, I, I just remember. Came in like three times a week. With, yeah. Uh, like those high kicks were <laughs> like crazy. I just like <laughs> strolled into the studio one Saturday to say hi. And I was like, who is that? <laughs> Your leg was so long, like my foot when I kick goes to my head, but your yeah. foot goes like... No, they, they've grown a bit more actually. <laughs> You've had really long legs and you were uber flexible and yeah. you could tell that you just had such a joy for dance, like you just yeah, were so happy. I was always that kid, like even when I started young, I just like wanted to get in there straight away. You know, other kids were like crying and didn't want to go in. I've always yeah. just like wanted and needed to dance I yeah I love it just passion from the start do you remember if it was your mum that put you into dance or was it you that really was the driving force behind getting into dance um well I think you know I was just in my living room one day and you know the James Blunt song you're beautiful yeah well mum turned that on and I just like started dancing in the living room and like I couldn't stop and I kept on saying put that song on again put the song on again and then, you know, she just put me into classes and yeah, it went on from there. Yeah. Maybe a bit of both. Yeah. And what was your favourite thing about dancing at Backstage? My favourite thing about Backstage, well, we were obviously like such a close community as well. Like I had so many great friends there, but I think it was just experiencing all the styles of dance. Um, we obviously had amazing teachers and um, I had great bond with all the teachers and, yeah. you know, I think it was um, really good to um, experience like the comps as well. That gave me a huge amount of stage experience. And yeah, I just absolutely loved my time there. Yeah. And I guess you made a lot of friends through comps too, from other studios and interstate. Well, yeah, exactly. And it's nice to see where everyone else goes from, you know, your comp world to, yeah, yeah it's nice. For sure. And what's your favourite thing about dancing at the ABS? My favourite thing there is, um, you know, we obviously have performances each year, so it's a bit sad that we didn't get to do any this year. Hopefully we can still do some. But I think, um, once again, it's the teachers. I'm really, um, really privileged to have the teachers there because, um, you know, they all come from their own professional fields and you get to learn from how they um, went through the company and things like that. So I think it's the teachers and also friends as well. I have lucky to have really good friends um, that are supportive. So, yeah. yeah. And if you went back to your backstage days, what event or what events did you have fun performing at besides comps? Oh, I know you went interstate a couple of times, but then we performed at so many places too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, when we went to Gold Coast, that was really fun. Yeah. Um, But I I loved the showcases. I would get excited every year for the showcases. Yeah. It was so fun to, you know, dance all day and then we would go get fish and chips, like in the break (laughs) with Sinead. Oh, that was so fun. Um, But, yeah, even um, BTW, that was great as well. Oh, yeah. I think that, yeah, that was 2015. So that was just before I went to the school. It's like my first real ballet comp. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was like a great experience to just, you know, step into the ballet world. Yeah, and for sure. It's like it's before I started in the ballet. And so even though it's a competition, it's nice and different to like yeah. our normal. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a great moment. I 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll always remember that day. Really. Yeah. Happy. Me too. That's special. Well, yeah. you were the first student at backstage, I think, to perform in the finals. Yeah. So I would have been a student to ever win the ballet teachers workshop on stage. Like we've had little ones win in the studio when they do their audition. Mm. Um, But yeah, that was really memorable. Yeah. That was a special thing. And it was my birthday. Was it? I won on my birthday. That's what was so special about it. Yeah. It was the 16th. I won on my birth on my 12th birthday. I just remember they called me up on stage and then gave me a bottle of champagne. Oh yeah. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then going to normal comps, do you have a favorite solo routine that you performed? Oh, I loved my Broadway jazz. I don't want to show off. That was very oh, fun. Yeah. That routine is still going strong. Like Remy's been mm-hmm. doing that one. Good. Um, I loved, um, oh, I did Americano as well, didn't I? That routine was going strong too. We had Kayla yeah. do it after you then Scarlett did it. Oh, um that was probably I think that was one of my last jazzes I think that was I really loved that and obviously my Tinkerbell oh that was a nice routine I haven't given that to anyone else so yeah but I think my first jazz solo was the any way you want it in like the lacra like neon crop top and skirt that was that was fun was Um, it fun when you ran off stage Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. I had a bit of stage fright. Mm, yeah, but. for those listening, they would never expect that from you. But when you were little, you could never make it through your solo. No, I had stage fright and I, I think I just overbought it so much. Um, but I slowly built it up the confidence. Um, yeah. But yeah, I also, what was that lyrical solo? It was in the gold Oh, I love that one. It was the song time. from Fame. That's right. Out here on my own. That was, yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like that's the one you did at Get the Beat in the final. No, well, that's when I won the Get the Beat thing. Um, but that was such a beautiful solo. I had so many. I had like 11 at one point, like juggling them all at a comp. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> and what about group routine? What was your favourite backstage group routine? There's so many. Um, I loved, well, first of all, at the showcase, I loved the, um, opening we did, you know, the, um, Beyonce one. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. And Marie Antoinette. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember like we rehearsed that so much and it was like a Thursday night at like eight o'clock and we would just yeah. be like rehearsing that. That was always really fun. And what was the one? Oh, there was Toy Shop. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. That was fun. I went from like a, a rag doll to a clown. I changed Ooh, things. It was fun to like explore the different character. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I did so many, so many to choose from. Yeah. It is hard to remember them all. I yeah. feel like I always think of you in that Frozen character ballet that we did. Oh, yeah. And Bella Cruz was all off. She was, yeah, she was tiny. <laughs> Um, and that was just a concert routine, but I remember we yeah. did it at a comp. Um, and then I think of Time to Say Goodbye as well. Oh, that was my mum's favourite. We did in the red with the candles and stuff. Yeah, she said she cried watching that. That's her favourite. Yeah. Yeah, I loved doing that. That was nice. Did we do that for comps or was that? Uh, yeah, I think so. We did, yeah. It is hard we, to remember them all. but We used the candles for the showcase. Yeah. That was really nice. And your first comp routine... Was the circus jazz troupe? Circus. I don't remember that one. How do you circus. not remember that one? We had podiums and hula hoops. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was my first one. Yeah, and I remember. I think you started on the floor and you did like caterpillary things. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I tried one of those the other day and I like my neck like it cracked. I was like, oh, I better not do that again. <laughs> yeah, no, ballerinas don't do acro, I don't think. <laughs> not anymore. No, <laughs> better not. And do you have a favourite ABS performance that you've done? ABS performance? Um, well, I was meant to do a lot this year, which is kind of sad, but yeah. I think the best one I did was Heartstrings. It was this contemporary piece um, Miss Wilson, our contemporary teacher, choreographed. That was probably my most memorable. Because is that when you shot up in the air and your leg went up? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's and everyone lovely. went. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that was that was really fun. But we were meant to go on tour around Australia this year, and you know we've missed out on so much. But I guess yeah. everyone has around the world, you yeah. know, which is kind of nice to relate that it's not only us. But yeah, absolutely. Can you do? You know, it's it is what it is. It would be a lot harder if it was just our state or our country. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. All right. So let's go to like, you finished up at backstage. You wanted to pursue ballet. I feel like, did you audition for VCAS and ABS? I was going to audition for VCAS. I think it was either a month I was about to audition. And then I'd found out about ABS before the audition. Yeah. Um, Cause I originally only auditioned um, through like a class because I wasn't going to go full time and I could kind of just audition to get myself out there and you know you know ex- exposed a bit more to the ballet kind of world and then Miss Pavan the director called mum and was like you know what's your situation and um, offered me full time so then I had to you know um, talk to them about like the schooling and skipping the year and how that would work yeah um, so yeah what made you want to pursue ballet full-time? Like, I know for a while you were umming and ahhing what to do with dance because you'd done comps, you'd kind of done everything at backstage that you could be doing. Like, obviously, there was more ballet exams you could have worked your way through. But yeah. Yeah, was it just full-time that you wanted to do? Or do you feel like you woke up one day and you were like, you know, ballet is really my passion? Yeah, well, I think we all started to get a bit more introduced to ballet when, like, um, the Shukedi came in. And yeah. I really enjoyed that. I probably could have done, you know, a few more years of doing that. So that kind of opened me up to ballet a bit more. And I, yeah. I met people like when we went to the, um, the conventions and things, you know, I met people and that was really nice. Um, and then I obviously did Melbourne City Youth Ballet for a year. Yeah. Got to do three performances of like some ballets, which was also really great to, you know, open up my like, repertoire and like find out more about you know different ballets and things like that and then yeah I kind of just did the audition at ABS and not really expecting anything and then after I found out kind of you know thought a bit more about it and I've loved it ever since yeah Yeah. and was it hard making that decision or did it just feel right it was hard yeah I think the last year I was at um, the ballet, like you said, I was finding it hard to really decide what I wanted to do because, I mean, even now I miss, you know, the jazz and the tap and things like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I could still do, like, classes and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was really hard to decide because for a big part of my life I'd done all of these different styles and it's kind of hard to choose what you do after with it. Yeah. You, know, you can't just be... A, uh, a kid all the time and you know having fun you've got to decide what you want to do with this and how to pursue it well especially um, with ballet because you need to decide so young that you want to do that full time and that's the hard thing it was this like big decision and I was so young and I didn't really know what I was getting myself into but um I'm really glad that I chose that because you know I think it's such a great school and it obviously leads to somewhere yeah. um, and we find out soon I think about jobs so yeah Yeah, well that's on my list of questions so that's what I was going to say like how has this year and COVID impacted your opportunities to audition for companies and pursue career paths yeah well it's pretty stressful at the moment because obviously with the flights so say I didn't get a job at the ballet I can't really travel overseas and obviously not a lot of companies are taking people at the moment just in general, no one, it's hard to get a job. So we find out jobs um, in September, I think. So then I'll have a bit more of an idea of what to do next. For the Australian Ballet Company? Yeah, for TAB, the Australian Ballet. So that's your first preference? You would like to? Yeah, I would, yeah. And obviously, because I'm young as well, it'd be hard to move overseas and do all of that when I'm still under 18. So that would also be quite difficult. But um, we've just had a change in director as well with the company. So David Hulberg's taking over. Mm -hmm. And I think I would be really intrigued and excited to see how he takes the company. But, yeah, I 
can't really decide anything until we know about the um, company contract. So how do they decide who, like who they'll offer places to? Is it from, it's usually from performances as well, isn't it? Yeah, so it's very hard this year. Obviously, it's very different. Um, But we did work with David McAllister, who was the um, director at the moment. Yeah. So um, he's had some sort of idea for the years we've been at the school, what's everyone, what everyone's like and how they dance. But um, it's really just numbers as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think three people have left the company this year, so there potentially could be three contracts. But you don't know if they want a tall blonde or a short brunette or a boy, you know. It's it's really up to them and what they want at that year because every year is different. They took nine people last year, so... You just don't so know. not necessarily, you know, the best yeah. dancer, the best performer, the strongest technician, like it's yeah. still casting, like it is for a musical or yeah, exactly. cruise ship or something <laughs> like that. So what would be your plan B if you don't get offered a position at that company, then what would you do to pursue a job as a ballerina elsewhere? Yeah, I've been thinking about this more and more because obviously it's such a different year and I, I don't know what to expect. But I think... Um, because I am younger in my year, I potentially could repeat level eight uh-huh. because I have, you know, I've missed out on tour and that's my first, that's like your first pr- professional um, job. Like you get paid doing tour. So I've missed out on that a bit and obviously performances. So that isn't an option, yeah. um, but, oh, I don't know. But yeah, that could be a great option for you because you are so young. You've got a spare year up your sleeve. Yeah, which is a positive. Hmm. But, um, yeah, if that... Where would you go? If you had to pick a company overseas that you could join without an audition, you could just go, what would you pick? Which company would you pick? Um, At the moment, I really would like to get into the Australian Ballet. Um, But, obviously, Europe has obviously been a, you know something that I've always wanted to do. I mean, I've got family there as well. Yeah. That would be really nice. So probably Royal Ballet. Yeah. Um, and obviously from Pre de Lausanne, I expose myself internationally. So um, that that's opened up like things as well. Yeah. Um, but because I went with a school, I, you know, there was restrictions with how, like what I could like which directors I could talk to and things like that. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think probably Royal Ballet somewhere in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wondered that if you would, you know, like the idea of going back to the UK, if you do have family yeah. there and. Yeah, definitely. I would, I would really love to stay in Melbourne for yeah. now because it's been such a hectic year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but obviously I can't really decide anything until I know about this contract. <laughs> Well, fingers crossed that you get yeah. what you're after. Yes, fingers crossed. And what's it like at the ABS when you are in the studio, like before COVID or when we went yeah. back to life? What's it like day to day? Like what time do you get up in the morning? How do you get there? Yeah, so in I'll talk as in level eight, what I did this year for yeah. them. <laughs> um, so this year I actually got an apartment in Melbourne. So I live like a minute away from the ballet school mm-hmm. and that was such a big help so I live with a um, flatmate who goes to the school as well so I classes start at 8 30 every day with like a classical class so it's quite early um, and I would walk to ballet and then I do a classical class and maybe contemporary or whatever's on that day and in level eight you do about three four hours of rehearsals because you've got so many dancers to prepare yeah like for tour and performances galas and obviously that didn't happen this year but um level eight's generally just rehearsals all the time so class and then rehearsal for the rest of the day and then I would go to the gym which is in the school upstairs and do an hour of gym work and then walk home so it was definitely a lot easier having the flat yeah, for sure. Because um, when you were in Barry, yeah. your days would have been, what, like seven to seven? Yeah. So obviously, I mean, everyone starts at 8.30. The whole school does with ballet class. So I'd get up at oh, like 
we get the 6.45 train. So early, yeah. An hour train, a full day of ballet and, and schoolwork. So I only just finished year 12 last year. So at least I don't have that on my back this year. But um, yeah, then I would try to do my schoolwork on the train home, get home at eight o'clock and then do it all over again. And I did yeah. that for four years. So that was very That's cool. Hard. Yeah, it was pretty full on. So is everyone in level eight, are they all finished year 12? Yeah, we're all finished year 12. Yeah, that that's, must be a huge relief and it gives you the ability yeah. to focus just on ballet. Exactly. And that's the main reason why you need to be at the same um, academic year as yep. everyone else in your school year because you can't do year 12 in like a normal year eight um, yep. level eight, because it's just too much and you do more ballet in level eight than you do school. Yeah. And how old are the students in your year level? Um, so they're like 19, 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. And so. they're from all over the world? Uh, yeah. But I do school. have um, a Japanese student in my level and unfortunately she couldn't even make it back after oh, she no. left in term one. So that's been like extremely sad. Yeah, well, that's what I wondered because I knew that there were a few Japanese students yeah. um, at the school. Is she able to, to train back in Japan? Yeah, so in Japan, I think the restrictions are pretty good. So she's just, um, you know, rehearsing back at her old dance school. Okay. She'll probably try to find a job after this year. Um, but, yeah, that was really sad. She couldn't come back. Yeah. Because yeah. we, have, we have quite a few Japanese students at the school. So they've kind of had to find their own way around it, I guess. Yeah. And what's happened to your apartment since you've been in lockdown? Because you're home in Berwick, aren't you? Yeah, so I moved back to Berwick um, for this um, second lockdown. But, yeah, it's basically just alone in the city. Because <laughs> my roommate lives in the Sunshine Coast. Oh. Yeah, so um, I, like, we've got um, my best friend lives in the same building and her flatmate um, is in the company. So we have to bring all the plants down so she can water our plants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. A crazy. year. obviously didn't know that we would be paying rent without anyone living there, but what can you do? Like we didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. Tough choice to, um, to live in Berwick or the city. Like you've got to choose yeah. your 5k radius that you want. I know it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your flatmate, they're on the Sunshine Coast now. Yeah, they're lucky. So everyone, they've got a bit of freedom right now. Yeah, well, my best friend lives in Brisbane, so you know she's just gone to see a ballet um, yeah. with an yeah. audience because um, Queensland Ballet are back to performing. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit hard to see them just living life, and we're just in lockdown. Yeah. But, yeah, she had to quarantine for two weeks going yeah. back so it was hard for them I guess but now they've got freedom yeah so, yeah and you said before that you go to the gym at the end of the day like I'm assuming you're not running on the treadmill and lifting huge dumbbells do you no. do more like Pilates style training or yeah so it's a lot of reformer work and yeah things like that I do leg press which is kind of like you know like the heavy machine yeah pushing your legs for jumps to get like power but that's the hardest thing about ISOs. We haven't had those, you know, I guess, weights and resistance mm. training. So um, it'll be a gradual increase back into jumps and also different floor. Like I don't have spring floor. We just have like, you know, wooden floorboards. Yeah. So we have to be careful with that and I guess take it a notch down um, yeah. so we don't injure ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So what are, what are your days like at home? Are you still training full-time? Yeah, so it's Monday to Friday. They're quite long days. So I'll have conditioning in the morning at 9 or 10. It changes every day. And then we do a full ballet class and only a few small jumps at the end of class. And then we'll either um, have contemporary, like we're learning a bit of choreography online at the moment just to, keep that creativity going I guess yeah and then we have a gym class so that'll either be like um weights like like one kilo weights to get keep our arms fit yep. um and cardio as well um but yeah that's as much as we do 
And what about physio? Like I'm assuming you see the physio all the time when you're usually at school, not necessarily because you're injured, but just to um, prevent injury. Like how are you coping at home or is the training really like stripped back to keep it as safe as possible? Yeah, it's, it's pretty stripped back. Um, but you know, we're still, we're still pushing really hard and, or as hard as we can. We had to do a, um, like an environment, um, analysis and say like what we, how much space we have. And so they know what our flooring is. Yeah. Um, but if you are having any niggles or anything, you can still zoom the physio. Okay. We'll have clinics like once a week, which is good just to check in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the ballet school, like normally I could get like a Mayo once a week just to like, you know, massage the muscles and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're still checking up on us. Have you had any injuries since you've been at the ABS? Yeah. in at the end of level six, I had a stress fracture in my foot. Ouch. Yeah. And it was very painful. So basically after December, when I had it, I was pretty much on... I was on crutches for like two weeks and it was in the summertime as well. Mm. So I guess I had that six week period to rest, but it was still annoying and being injured is awful because you just want to do more and more, but you've got to really cut back. So it actually heals. Yeah. Very annoying, but it's all good now. (laughs) But generally, yeah, you've always been um, in pretty good health, which is great. That obviously will help you push as yeah. hard and as far as you need to in your full time. Yeah. Do you have any tips or advice for young dancers who are trying to improve at home right now or keep the standard going that they used to have? Yeah, I think you obviously have to realise that it's such a different situation and you need to, um, I guess, um, get used to your new environment and not think of um, what you did when you were in the studio because it's so different. Yeah. I think what I've been doing is just setting short-term goals, not um, so much long-term goals. So you get overwhelmed, but just really like, you know, have a goal each week to keep you motivated. And it's okay to have, you know, bad days where you don't feel motivated because you kind of need them to just rest and get prepared for the next day I guess yeah because um, it's so hard I mean we're stuck in our homes it's not normal <laughs> yeah. but um yeah I guess just setting goals and trying to stay motivated um with doing normal things as well not just dancing like going yeah. for a walk or a run and you know I don't know keep a journal if you want if you do that <laughs> yeah well that's true and and do you do things like that for mental Health, like with the ABS, I know that they're very supportive of you as a dancer, both physically and mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's someone that you can speak to when like life's getting too tough with ballet. Yeah, we have a psychologist um, and she, like we can Zoom her as well if we're feeling it be like really hard. But I think I really love to go for a run. I think it really gets me out of my head and, you know, you get a fresh, fresh mind. Yeah. And, you know, even just like writing a little journal every day or like a weekly, you know, reflection of how you've gone this week. I think that's a really good thing to do. Yeah. Get your thoughts down on paper or. Yeah. Out of your head. Like you said, get them out of your head and somewhere else so that you can start afresh. Yeah. And each day's new. That's something you have to learn because obviously if you're doing it, full time you're obviously going to have bad days and good days so you just have to wake up the next day and forget about that day that just been (laughs) (laughs) and what do you do on the weekends do you come back to Berwick when you're living in the city or do you stay in the city yeah pretty much this year every weekend pretty much I've been coming home on the weekend because it's nice to just get away from the city and see the trees and um family so that's it's really nice to break that up yeah Um, and yeah so yeah I've been coming home every weekend and do you dance on the weekends or do you have a break? Oh, no. No, break. no. Yeah, I have a break. I <laughs> Even like on these weekends, I, I might go for a run. But yeah, it's still very draining at the moment because, I mean, we're not doing as much. But even in lockdown, it's just like emotionally and like mentally draining. So yeah. I feel like you just need to rest on the weekend. For sure. Yeah, definitely. 
And do you have a like dream role that you would like to play? Like, is there a particular ballet that you love and you'd like to play? Um, I love um, Sleeping Beauty, so Aurora. But I really love Swan Lake, um, Odette and Odile, how they're like completely different. I feel like that would be a very challenging role to do. Yeah. Um, but I've always had a connection to like the Swan Lake music. Yeah. And that like really inspired me to do ballet as well I love Swan Lake and like you know Billy Elliot the movie yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah definitely Swan Lake and Sleeping Beauty I think yeah that's cool (laughs) and what would you say is your proudest moment as a dancer or dance student oh gosh I think this year going to pre that was pretty amazing amazing yeah, I mean, I got to go to Switzerland for one. And, yeah. Um, I went with my favourite ballet teacher from the school, actually, and I'm really close with her. Um, but just, God, it was such an experience. Um, yeah. Meeting people from around the world and um, how different people from different places dance and their different yeah. styles and even the teachers. And it's just like so nice how, you know, ballet is such a little community, but it's a big one too. And a lot of people do it. And it was just, I mean, the stage, the experience, it was just incredible. Yeah. Very eye-opening. I was one of those desperados on my phone trying to like work out when it was live and (laughs) are you in this video? Where is Sophie? I can't see her. Um, But I did end up finding you and I saw you do some of um, your class. Yeah. Your solo, and then you made it into the next round, which was so exciting. Yeah, oh, it was amazing, and even the build up towards it as well like preparing the two solos. Um, the school were really supportive, and all the peers around they were really excited. Who chose the solo selection? Um, so there was, um, for classical and contemporary, there were um, set variations about 12 for each genre and you kind of had to pick them so it was kind of a um mixed decision between my teacher and me and we kind yeah. of looked at all of them so yeah it was me and my teacher was, yeah yeah and were you like were you super nervous or were you super excited or was there a bit of both like the adrenaline when you were waiting <laughs> to go on stage would have been crazy yeah well it was it was like that. I mean, when they found out that they wanted to take, to take me, I was like, wow, like pretty little song. <laughs> um, it's live streamed across the world. Okay. Like, yeah. But I think, you know, side stage, I was like, oh, well, I'm here now. I just got to do it. And, yeah. You know, but I was, I was first in the finals. So mm-hmm. the first round I wasn't first up, but then I saw the spreadsheet for the final and I was first up. I was like, oh, okay. Is that because of your surname? Um, no, they just pulled it out of a hat. Oh. So the first round was surnames and then yep. the second round it was just out of the hat. I was like, oh, okay, wow, first up, finals, poodles on. Okay. And did you make any friends from the competition that live in other countries that you've stayed in contact yeah, with? Yeah, I did. Um, it's, I think I've been, you know, seeing them on Instagram and their photos on social media. And I think... Um, there was, do you, do you remember Austin? I think he was from... I don't even remember what I had for breakfast since I became a mum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there was a boy from Australia. He was from Sydney. He's now in Zurich. Um, and I think everyone's kind of starting to take their offers now mm-hmm. and go quarantine wherever they are. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I met quite a few people and I've like contact them on Instagram and things like that, which is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's really cool to have had that opportunity to make connections worldwide. Absolutely. Yeah. And have you ever thought about stopping dance or quitting? Oh God, no. I've had, (laughs) I've had really, well, everyone's had bad days when they're dancing and you're just like, God, it's so hard. Like, why am I putting myself through this? But I've never thought of stopping. Like I've always wanted to do it and it's too hard and, you know, too mentally draining to put yourself through it if you actually don't like it. Yeah. And I think 
people that want to stop it's it's a hard question to confront yourself with because you've done it for so many years and do you think oh is this a waste of time so you kind of do it or you do it for other people but oh it's just so it's so much hard work to do it for not yourself so yeah yeah Yeah, you just couldn't invest your time and energy and passion into it if it wasn't going to be a almost forever thing yeah for sure and it's it's not a forever thing you know you have 15 years if you're lucky in a company um but yeah I've loved it from the moment I started it <laughs> well yeah that's been pretty evident like I, yeah. I think uh, there'd be a lot of people very surprised if you were like oh yeah no I'm not dancing now I'm yeah I've stopped <laughs> like it's just in your blood yeah. um and you're so talented at other things I know you were trying to keep up your acting for a little while and you did a few oh, things are you still acting at all or um well I stopped with MP Talent who I was with for a few years which was my agency yeah and I got three com- TV commercials out of it and you know that's good money as well yeah if you can get yourself if, if you can get yourself a TV commercial do that because it's great money and it's fun well day. I just saw um little Liv do you know Olivia Brito oh, that dances with Liv. us yeah, I saw Liv on TV last Yeah, night. I was watching The Bachelor and then Me too. sure enough in the ad break, I like heard this voice as I walked to the kitchen. I was like, what's <laughs> happening? And I was like, oh, it's all right. She's on the TV. Yeah, um, yeah that's so funny Like that you saw it too. I was thinking how many people are going to see her because everyone watches The Bachelor. Yeah. Oh, that's been getting me through isolation, The Bachelor. Oh, yeah and then when the show finishes I don't know if you're like me but then I get on Instagram and I'm like trying to find their profiles and I want to know more me too. Who did he pick? <laughs> it's not just you yeah um so what ads did you do you did the Coles I the did Coles um one. Coles Christmas with Curtis Stone yeah it was really fun and then I did like a Baker's Delight one okay cross buns at Easter time I didn't see that and then I think I did, oh yeah, I did a Kmart Easter one. So this was the fun, this was the fun one. I got to jump on a trampoline in pajamas and eat chocolate Easter bunnies (laughs) for like two grand. Like it was was so fun. Um, Yeah, they were great. But no, I haven't, I stopped with the agency because it was just getting a bit too busy with ballet. And obviously when you get older, you know, it's harder to get jobs like that because you're not like a kid anymore well and also castings are held you know the last minute during the day during the week so I don't see how in the city that I couldn't get to you know yeah um but yeah I've always loved that and maybe that might be something I could pick up after ballet and then you can sing as well like do you just sing in the shower or do you still sing I kind of stopped that I I I sing a bit in the shower but nothing special anymore (laughs) So what do you think you might do after your ballet career? Because as you said, it, it won't last forever. So maybe okay. late 30s, you might be pursuing something else. Yeah. Well, I, I want to do something where I can, you know, keep fit and active because mm-hmm. I would really love to do that. I love Pilates and I've always wanted to like, I don't know, open my own Pilates yoga business on the beach somewhere. I've always had <laughs> okay. that dream. Um, the but- girl from England. <laughs> She opens a Pilates studio on the beach. Yeah. I want to live near the beach for sure. I love going to the beach. Um, But I think either teaching, uh, but something definitely to keep me active. Yeah. But I'm also really lucky though that we had such a good um, academic um, as well as ballet. They really um, encouraged us to get our qualification so I'm glad I've got that and yeah. um, I guess I'll just figure it out Yeah, comes to that day. But I don't really know, to be honest. Like I'm just... No, well, you don't need to have a plan for yeah. you know, 15 I'm years time, but I was just curious to know if, you know, you could see yourself down the track Yeah, doing something in particular. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I'll probably go to uni and do something, but at the moment, ballet is just what I'm thinking about at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> And I need to ask you, because a lot of students always ask me and ask older students this question, but they always want to know how do you deal with criticisms or corrections and feeling like your teachers 
uh, picking on you, I guess. Yeah. You know, sometimes you come to dance class and you walk out the door and you've been told to stretch your leg seven times, stretch your foot 19 times, tummy muscles in, long neck, shoulders back. Why don't you remember that choreography? And, you know, you leave feeling deflated. So how do you deal with that? Or what's your advice for those students? Yeah, I think, yeah, when I came to the ballet school, it was like my first week and I was actually finding it really hard to hear those things. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, she hates me. Like, oh, what am I doing? But, you know, teachers are there to help you get better and, you know, they're spending their time giving you these corrections and they just want you to do better. And, you know, they wouldn't waste their energy on you if they, you know, didn't think you could do better. So corrections are just, you know, your teacher's way of saying, you know, of how to improve and, they're they're great if you don't get them then you should be worried because then you know what's the teacher's job really well yeah that's that's true like you know if a teacher cares for you and wants to see you go further then yeah they're going to give you those tools it's the teacher caring and wanting you to do better and if they're not doing that then you know what's the point of having a teacher you need to hear these things to improve um so yeah what I would say to that question. <laughs> well, hopefully that helps. I feel like that's that's the right answer, but it's obviously hard when mm. it's you and oh, yeah. you're in the room and you're hearing those things and feeling like, you know, you're being picked apart rather than yeah. being pushed forward. Or, yeah. Yeah. All right. I have 10 fun questions for you now. Okay. <laughs> what, <laughs> what's your favourite colour? Oh, uh, probably pink. It's always been pink. Hmm. Yeah. You picked the right dance school. I did. <laughs> Loved the uniform. <laughs> oh, well, the old studio would have been enough for you. Like yeah. The walls, the ceiling, the floor, I feel like everything was pink. <laughs> um, your favourite food? Oh, probably... I really like Thai at the moment. Like a oh, good yeah. Thai restaurant. Um, Verica has good Thai. Yeah, have you, have you been to the Park Hill Thai restaurant? No. Oh my gosh. Anyone that's listening, go to Park Hill Thai. It's really good. <laughs> if it's within your five kilometers. If it's in your, if it's within. That's yeah. near my parents' house. So perhaps I'll. Um, oh, Debbie should definitely. Sort that out. Um, do you have a boyfriend? I do not. No. I thought you were going to say, I do then. I was going to say, hold a minute. Oh, hold a minute. <laughs> hold a on a minute. <laughs> um, favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? Mm, well, I only just watched Friends. What? Yeah. People would be very surprised by that, I know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that was definitely my favorite t- TV so show. So, you've watched all 10 like seasons? All 10 seasons. Great. Smashed it out in like a month or so. It was really I can't believe you've only just watched that. But yeah, definitely my favorite. Loved it. Crazy. Uh favorite dance movie? I feel like we saw a dance movie together. We saw First Position. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie, um, but a documentary, maybe something a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, I watched it the other day, Centre Stage, definitely. Yes, and you remind a lot of people of that girl. Oh, really? Jodie Sawyer. Jodie Sawyer. And please tell me you've learned the dance at the end. I have not. No, oh, I that. Fun. I, I feel like you need to though. learn it and put it on your TikTok. Yeah, I will do that. <laughs> um, Favourite cafe? Uh, my favorite cafe. Mm. There's one in the city. It's called White Mojo. It's like you get a great coffee, and it's like this chili scrambled eggs in this bun. It's to die for. Yeah, definitely check that out. Whereabouts is it? It's in like it's on Collins Street, I believe. Little Collins mm. Street. It's in like one of those Melbourne like alleyways. Yeah. But there's so many in Melbourne. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, what's your favorite restaurant? Hmm. You know, Chin Chin? I do. Yeah, definitely that. Um, where's your favorite shop to buy clothes? Oh, oh I don't know. Okay. I- maybe we can change it to favorite oh. shop or brand to buy dancewear. Dancewear? Oh, yeah. Well, um, our school is sponsored by Block, so we get a discount there, which mm-hmm. is always great. So probably Block, 
or Capizio. I really like Capizio leotards. Yeah. I feel like you've always liked Capizio leotards. Yeah. I think they fit really nicely. They're, they're a good decision. Do you have a favourite makeup or beauty item? Ooh. I'm into my brows at the moment. Like, they're <laughs> a bit more bushier. I got this, like, um, you know, like the Benefit. It's like the brow gel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that um, the other day, so that was quite exciting. Benefit brow gel. Yeah. And yeah. do you have any pets? I do. I have an Airedale Terrier um, dog. He's called Bruno. He's very beautiful. He's a he must be getting friend. old. Yeah, he's like nine now. Hmm. Yeah, we got him when we got the house. Like, we've been in this house for nine years now. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Time has flown. And is there anything else that you wanted to share or chat about? Um, not really, no. I just think try to stay motivated and positive because we will get through this as much as, you know, it's hard. But we will get through it and back to normal life. Um, and, yeah, we're in it together, I guess. So. And hopefully the lockdown finishes when The Bachelor finishes. Otherwise, we're going to need another, I do. another binge show. Yeah, exactly. I'll watch Friends again. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, thank you so much. And if people want to find you or stalk you online, um, can they find you on Instagram? Or? Yeah, Instagram. I'm Sophie underscore R underscore BT. Sophie underscore R underscore BT. Yeah. Just check. Yes, that is it. Cool. And then they can see those beautiful photos. What's the story behind that photo shoot that you? Oh did yeah, so those beautiful Novak. shots. Yeah, Niv Novak. He did this amazing slow motion piece for the company, mm-hmm. and he just—I mean, photography is his hobby. But he just got um, a lot of um, our graduates to just come in and do free shoot it's like all free which is amazing but Mm. you know he's just experimenting with different lighting and things like that and I got a few photo shoots out of it so I'm hoping to do some more but yeah was really lucky to do um them Mm. those photos are incredible oh thank you it was very fun yeah Mm. cool well thank you so much thank you it was great to catch up with you chatting we should go out for coffee when we're allowed allowed to. You shouldn't be drinking coffee, FYI. Oh, I need a coffee every day. 